Welcome to Sports, 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 the unidentified dark, sticky substance of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Tog. And in the middle of the period, my name is, <laughs> I can't even get this out. Gentlemen, episode 193. How are we? Wunderbar. Yeah, Vol. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Is, that, is this our bit? Is Bill this what Conner. we're doing? That was the bit, yeah. Yeah, this is the bit? Okay. Is this a bit? That's our yeah, new bit. Das ist das, ist das bit. Sehr gut. <laughs> Um, so are we doing this or no? Yeah. No? <laughs> okay. All right. Are we doing the whole uh, thing in German? Did you guys record? Yes. Yeah, no, this oh, is yeah, all I real. Got, I okay. got all that. All yes. Right, perfect. So how are we? How are the cicadas? What's the cicada situation? Dude, I haven't you? seen nary a cicada. Really? Downtown Indianapolis, zero cicadas. What? Where are you? Up, up, up in, quote unquote, midtown? So, mm -hmm. bro. Uh, any, any cicadas up there? None. Zero. Okay. Uh, this is a this is a hoax. I did see some in southern Indiana, and then in the uh, the the Geist Reservoir area this weekend, they were deafening. They were all over the place. Well, they deserve it. So it was. Uh, I'm I'm excited for them to start to come out of the ground here. But uh, yeah, it's uh, when when you it is pretty unreal when you see some of the trees that the cicadas are like really coming up around like. It's not like a normal, it really isn't like a normal cicada. Well, first of all, these are smaller than our normal cicadas, and they got the red eyes. Right. Um, and they're like a little bit longer and, and skinnier than the normal cicadas. And then, yeah, the trees where they're really like coming up, I mean, it, it's just covered with cicadas. And like where the state park we were at this weekend, you'd look up at the, at the trees from the underside, and all the leaves, there'd be cicadas, cicada shells on them, like cicadas just coming out of their shells. Like they were all over the place. But yeah, I've seen pictures online of just like piles of mm -hmm. their exoskeletons around the base of trees. But no, like I told you guys a couple of weeks ago, I heard one and then I have I haven't even heard one since, much less seen one. This is the problem. I'm really, really kind of bummed. Yeah. So this is the problem that we're having with science lately, right? Uh, that they it's over unknown magic. It's it's the unknown magic. They oversell the unknown magic though. So mm, anybody yeah. who is already a science denier or a science uh, skeptic is going to exactly. say Exactly. This is like yeah, this is like a buffet smorgasbord for the flat earthers. See? Told See? you. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing to fear. As my as my daughter calls them zicadas. With cicadas. Z cicadas. There's nothing to fear of the cicadas. Brood 10. Like, it, it just, it's just, it's causing... X, buddy. No, it's brood 10. It's causing more... Uh, yeah, they're Romans. More, <laughs> definitely. They, <laughs> they've been around long enough. Yeah. Uh, it's causing more people to question science. Well, they said it was going to be bad and there's nothing happening, so... Obviously, the earth is flat. Well... Yeah, the cicadas didn't come out like they said, so I'm not going to get the vaccine. So I'm not going to wear a mask. 
So I gotta see if this, <laughs> I gotta see if this magnet sticks to my arm. They only told us that the cicadas were coming so people didn't, you know, freak out and buy all and eat all the cicada food. But now that they're not coming, we can go back to it. We can, we, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're not going to run out now. Finally. Hey, Snoop, I got a question for you. Yeah, is this about uh, T-shirts? How's your dumb contest going? <laughs> yeah, it's going great. Uh, I'm, I mean, we I, got a clear leader and I, a clear loser from I'm, the comments I've seen. Uh, that's not how we're going to pick, sir. Um, okay, I think we go we go Lindsey Graham, Donald Trump golf outing rules where for sure we see his okay. nits and then we and then you're it's all rigged. potentially a winner. It's rigged. But then we get to uh, do some um, uh, uh, what would you say um, background checks? Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's and then we can determine like what, what first first part of the background check will be. If you leave us a four-star review instead of a five-star review, out. like the commissioner Brandon Casburn did, you're out. Yeah, I feel Part like that's of the an show and can't even get it a fiver. Yeah, yeah. And his his rationale was that there's too much Bama talk on the show. I mean, that doesn't which, even make it, that that. I mean, the logic doesn't even follow on that. No, because that how are you going to talk sense. about football without talking about the best team playing football? Exactly. Pro or or amateur. Right. Yeah. Of all time. Yeah. It, also including European football. Yeah. Um, yes. Yo, so, it's definitely, it's going to be like my neighbor's new flag that he has out flying, rigged 2020. Oh, nice. I didn't know even <laughs> rigged was running. Uh, but that election's over. But for those of you who are joining us for the first time, you have an opportunity here. Um, I, I, I'm also, just to clarify, I'm under no illusion that anybody is joining us for the first time. We have our seven <laughs> listeners. They're locked in it week after week. And Thank they're you. Great. They're enough. Loyal. They're, it's yeah. enough for me. What we are, we are currently, I'm sorry, I'm currently running a contest. Put in a review on, on your platform of choice, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. You cannot review on Spotify, I checked. Uh, Overcast, whatever. Okay, Apple, give, leave us a review. Five-star preferred, uh, Commissioner. Take a screenshot. Email us that screenshot at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com. We'll put you in a drawing for a one and only free sports 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 t-shirt. Oh, it's I'm, a drawing. It's a drawing. I said that yeah, last that's week. That's why you said talk about pulling out of the hat, and that's okay. when I told you before we started recording that I was going to take Kaz's name out of the hat. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, four star review. Here's the yeah. rowdy. You, want, you, follow, you want, follow your heart. If you can make a good, if you if you if you have a good reason that's not just too much Bama talk. I mean, yeah. a, for example, a good that's reason. That's a ridiculous would be, reason. A good reason would be too much baseball talk. Yeah, I'd, hey, I'd give us, I'd give us, I'd give us a one star review for that. I'd accept that. How about they randomly put in a pizza podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, that's a, that's a. Uh, that was a backdoor pilot. Sorry, did I ruin that? Did I ruin yeah, that a, bit? That's a feature. That's a feature. <laughs> that's yeah, not a bug. 
We're still waiting for the sides on episode two on that. Yeah. Hey, but Rowdy, I, I'm not offended that you didn't listen to what the rules of the, the contest were, <laughs> considering how much generally you're paying attention. And then yeah, also, uh, hey, that this was my thing. This is my keep, thing. Keep talking. I'm going to go turn off the AC. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Considering his instant objection to this contest. <laughs> yes. Uh, his, the first thing out of his mouth was like, hey, man, this is on you. This yeah, is, I'm not doing that. <laughs> And then when you did your, when you shared your screen after we got done recording and you were doing your design work, he mentioned that his palms were sweating. So (laughs) somehow I think he's not going to be able to help him. So no, he won't be. Did I miss anything? Not a thing. I I don't care. We started a new podcast, a new podcast and a contest. I do have something I wanted to bring up though. I saw I saw a commercial for it a week or so ago, and I forgot to bring it up last week. Jesus, boy. Lynn Manuel Miranda has a new mm. vehicle out. Have you seen the commercials? Uh, no. Oh yeah. It's Hamilton does Queens. Yeah, have you Hamilton not? plays stickball in Queens. Now, or something like that. Re- <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's actually what it's called. Oh, I thought in you, the heights is not what it's vehicle, called. I thought you meant he ha- he was like a Cadillac. A car. Yeah, like a Hyundai. No, he's not Elon Musk. He has yeah. a new motion picture vehicle. Yeah. He's not oh, Josh yeah, Jacobs. Musical, musical uh, vehicle. In the Heights, isn't that what it's called? Yeah, and it's and just from the preview, sounds oddly like Hamilton. Hmm. I think that that was his, kind of a one-trick pony. I think that uh, possibly. I think that was his first musical was In the Heights, and then he did Hamilton. Ra- uh, oh, re- so this is some kind of remake. Yeah, I mean, here's, here's, um, here's a money thing. grab, sir. Sir, uh, the term is money grab. Uh, <laughs> I see. I see. Yeah. I don't know what the point is of coming up with new musicals. Oh, great! This is going to be they, good. When they they reach the peak with Rent. Oh, I thought I thought Cats was pretty great. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I've no, never Rent, seen either one Rent, of those Rent musicals. Was, so I've never seen Rent. It may be a great show. Um, my my only memory of Rent was high school. Reed's just shaking his singing, head. Singing singing <laughs> songs from Rent and based on based on five hundred twenty five thousand yeah, 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 yeah. minutes. Yes, when the drama kids started singing those songs, I was like, "But well, this is not for me." <laughs> I just don't I don't understand the medium of musical right. whatsoever. The, I want to get into this because I think it, Reed, you are the one who said musicals just make you nervous. Yeah, they do. They give me intense anxiety. What, because what? why are you why are you singing? Just talk to me like a normal human. Yeah. No, I, you know I it's agree. an you know it's an art form though, right? It's not I, they, I, they, aren't act, that. they aren't heard no, that. they're they actually that. having conversations right then and there in front of you. This is not real life. We're yeah, good I've with been that. Told that. If but, you were in a restaurant in in, in Santa Fe, we'll open up you. a restaurant in Santa Fe. That's another yeah, that song. People are gonna. Are you serious? Yes. Walk out of that <laughs> okay, restaurant. Okay. So if I was in a restaurant in Santa Fe and someone started singing that song, I would I would back out the door because I would not know what was about to happen. I think that's what it is because it's it, when someone starts singing like that, it's that person is instantly you. you your reptile brain instantly labels that person as unpredictable. Let me you recap. Don't know what, you don't know what they're going to do. It's poor Absolutely. man's opera. Just stop. It's been done. They've been doing it for 400 years. Stop. Well, we don't need well, this. Well, let's, let's, let's go back to that. I'm not, I'm not, I feel like I'm defending Rent, but Rent is based on the opera La Vie Bohème. So, yeah, I think it's... La Vie Bohème? La Vie Bohème. Oh, so, La so, Vie Bohème? 
Yeah, there you go. Uh, Rowdy, I want to go back to something just to make sure I understand this. To so paraphrase, all I had to do was to get rid of you as a friend was to start singing. Yes. Musicals particularly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Singing show tunes. specifically yeah. show tunes. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. If, if, I, if, if we were holding a conversation and I started trying to hold a tune whilst doing it, that would have been enough for you to turn around and leave. Yes. It, it's the equivalent of uh, Big City Adam has this thing where if you look at him over, <laughs> over your glasses, over oh, your yeah, glasses I love it. like I if love you it. Put, put your glasses yeah. down toward the end of your nose and then look at him over, over your glasses, yeah. he will just get flustered. Instant rage. And, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and get angry and either slap the glasses off of your face or just leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I know he's a very violent person. Show tunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will you back out of just back out of the room, or will you try and slap the show tunes out of my face? What I'm going to start doing is just start. I'm going to start singing songs from Guys and Dolls to you. Oh my god! But you were so. How many? How many? You? I'm pretty sure you're the only person. Musicals. Yes, you're the only person I've on this podcast that's been in musicals. Treatments on the stage. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. in. Let's see. What was I? I was in Guys and Dolls. Mm-hmm. I was in. Uh, were you, were you a, what's the one called where you snap? Oh, West yeah, Side West Side Story. story. Uh, well, I was going to make a West Side Story joke about guys and dolls, but now I can't do that. When you said you were in Guys and Dolls, I was going to say were you a shark even, or a jet. This is even more rationale for why musicals are terrible, because Rowdy has actually been in productions of musicals and still hates yeah. them. Well, because oh, gotcha. it, it, it's because first-hand account. In, well, yeah. I I will say primary I don't source. mind. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I didn't <laughs> I didn't mind I didn't mind Guys and Dolls and I didn't mind West Side Story because the music in those is is I don't know it, it's um, terrible. Yes, that's the word. No, what is was, that word? Was, oh yes, it terrible. Was, it was it was. Uh, <laughs> Jazzier, I guess. If that, oh yes, if that yeah. makes sense, right? Uh, not, in general, jazzy makes sense. When I try and like, there's a jazz. Put it next a, to you, like there, yeah. There's a jazz. <laughs> Rowdy and jazzy. Is this? Are you talking about the uh, unique American music art form? Or are you just using some kind of show to lingo like, you, yeah. Rowdy? You just need to make that your section jazzier. Oh yeah, not like jazz hands, jazzy. <laughs> I mean like, I mean like, there's like. Shuffle step, like, shuffle step, yeah. buffalo step. Yeah, just made up stuff. Whereas, whereas <laughs> Rent, Rent is just, I think the Andrew Lloyd Webber, uh, I think Andrew Lloyd Webber. Ruined it? He ruined I, I it for everybody? About, I don't know much about musicals, but I would say like. But I got break, strong opinions. There was, there was a break <laughs> in that era where it's all of a sudden it's like, okay, now you're just, this is, this is making me very uncomfortable. So I think, but that doesn't that lead back to Cats? Doesn't, so well, is, okay. Here's here's isn't here's cats an the problem? Here's an they're example. All the like, uh, <laughs> well, so, now they're all the problem. Yeah. So you look at like uh, like the Wizard of Oz. That's like a uh, that's 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 a that's basically a musical. Uh, sir, but I'm totally I'm no, totally fine. Sir, sir, sir. Or like no. Mary or like Mary Poppins. Fine. Uh, like yes. you can take those you can take those songs out of context and like they're, they're well, still terrible. They're still uh, terrifying. And, and awkward, yes. Wizard of Oz yeah. is a psychedelic thriller, first off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Right up there with Sliver and Basic Instinct. Have you seen Return to Oz? <laughs> yes. No, I never have. 
not not as psychedelic, but definitely a thriller. Yeah. Return to Oz will mess you up. There's a difference well, is that, between. Is that a play on Michael Jackson's um, role? Is that what you're saying? No, no Return that's to the, Oz. That's the Wiz. Oh, the Wiz. That's right. Return to Oz starts with Dorothy. That's with the wheelies. Yeah. Dor- yeah, Dorothy's in a mental institution about to uh, have electroshock therapy to get rid of her memories of Oz because her aunt and uncle think she's crazy. Yeah. Mm. And then she escapes. Uh, because she knows that she's gonna, they're gonna mess up her brain, and then she ends up back in Oz. Everyone has been turned to stone. It's a complete wasteland. There's creepy guys with wheels for hands and feet. There's mm-hmm. a queen that that pops her head off oh, I'm gonna check and this wants out. to steal Dorothy's head. It is, it is a terrifying. See, this sounds, I think it's on. This I think it's on Disney Plus. Is it? it so be. is that the one? I think is Feruza Balk the yep. Georgian Yep. Yeah. Yeah, show yeah. your kids. It's it is uh it's something that they should all have to go through. I'm not gonna show my kids. My kids freak out at Wreck It Ralph. I'm not gonna show them Return to Oz. Yeah, and if you're gonna start, if you really want to freak your kids out, you gotta start with Dark Crystal. You gotta start with Silence of the oh, Lambs. Yeah, well, Dark that Crystal, too. Candyman. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> So anyway, did that answer your question? Well, no, I I, I still do not believe that Wizard of Oz (laughs) is a musical. Just because it has a musical number or element in it does not make it a musical. Yeah. Musicals are are dialogue that is sung for no reason other than to sing it. Yeah, but that's what they do in the Wizard of Oz. Slow it down. They just start talking, and all of a sudden they break into song. I feel like that's the that's the definition of a musical. Actually, Rowdy. No, musicals turn, are songs. You turn me around. Way, musicals are songs all the way through. Okay, so no, I, no, I, I think no, maybe that's the, I think maybe that's the difference. I think that's maybe where things went wrong because when you got things they like Guys it. and Dolls, they overdo it. Guys and Dolls, West Side Story, Wizard of Oz, those types of things, the songs are interspersed Oklahoma, and there's plenty Pirates of dialogue. Of Penzance. But then you mm-hmm. get into the Andrew Lloyd Webber thing, and it's like, hey, let's turn this thing into an opera it's where too everyone's much. just singing. It. I think that's the key. It's overkill, mm-hmm. and he lost the jazziness. <laughs> you replaced you replaced you replaced the jazziness with jazz hands. But see, I like the opera, but I can't but, okay. stand musicals. Okay, so you, then you're just being elitist like on what? No, you're just being elitist on what? Not like the opera. Yeah, Don you're being Giovanni, elitist on how they're Magic singing. Flute? Those are great. Those no. are great. Get out of here. You're, me you're, show me your tickets. I've stubs. been to an opera. And opera. And <laughs> opera, sir. And I, I've never <laughs> been to a musical. And never will I go to a musical. I think that I, Rowdy, you've got a point. I'll buy your scion. Uh, Rogers and Hammerstein musicals are different than Andrew Lloyd Webber era musicals. Yeah. And even like, what's that new one that's coming out? Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, those are different. Those know. are different. I don't even know what Hansen. that is. What is this? Yeah, it's a music. I won the Tony a couple years ago. I guess they're put, or maybe it's like I don't know. T- Eight ten years ago now, but they're putting it out as a as a feature film. This, but there's so many there's so many interludes and reprises and everything else versus like resuscit- the Oklahoma recitatives. Yeah, I don't know what that word is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I'm gonna know assume it's it. a real word. But I, I see what you're saying. You're actually making a really good point. And I, I think now, yeah, I'll buy your other Scion. Wizard of Oz is a musical. Oh, get out of here with that. <laughs> Yeah, that is a bunch of bull. <laughs> Come on, Wizard of Oz is a musical. Get the hell out of here. I'm all the way in. If I only had a brain, how many, how many songs does Wizard of Oz have? Like three. 
somewhere over the rainbow. If I only had a brain and a lollipop guild. That's three. No. No, the lion sings something. That's the four. Lion, the ten, all three of them sing. I mean, they're basically singing the same song. That's one song. Um, but, but they sing it three different times. No, it's just three different parts. The whole, the whole, from when she lands in Oz and starts seeing the little freaks. Because that, well, that's okay. what they it's psychedelic, whole, man. They it's just going, way. it's going off the rails. Yeah. You're being a bit ableist there with that freak talk there. Watch it now. You're not saying you don't think the lollipop guild are a bunch of freaks. Oh I mean yeah, they were in a good way. They're my kind of freaks. <laughs> they're my kind, yeah. They're the, Let's get freaky. They're the machine people. Yeah. What are those things? Like P Funk freaky. They're the machine, the machine elves. elves. Yeah, that's all they are. <laughs> Dorothy, Dorothy, uh, Dorothy licked the yeah, toad. She, and ended up yeah, she. Yeah. Seeing the machine elves. Hey guys. DMT. We're 20 minutes in. Can I ask a question? Yeah. How about some sports? How about it? <laughs> hey guys, uh, did you? Uh, I like I like the alliteration of this first headline. It just says Bob Baffert busted. Yeah. Who's first of all? Okay, for everyone who doesn't know, who's Bob Baffert? Bob Baffert is a haircut who happens to own horses. He's a real. He's That's a real. Bob. Oh, he's a, a okay. really really expensive haircut. I got it. It's 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 that yeah. it's that guy. Yeah 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 yeah. Okay. With the shades <coughs> and the and the bleach blonde do. Yeah, yep. his so he is the horsey. He's horsey. He looks mm-hmm. like an aging an aging rocker. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He he was formerly of Goo Goo Dolls back in '86 yeah. when they got started in Buffalo. And then they switched to and the all musicals. that. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah, Iris, <laughs> City of Angels. Look it up. 1998, it's 97. It's a Nick I think. Cage vehicle. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Meg Meg Ryan, huge. Andre Braher uh, plays an angel. Yeah, he was the trainer of Medina Spirit, and he's been banned from the Kentucky Derby for two years, starting today after the winning horse of the Kentucky Derby Medina Spirit tested positive uh, or his second, second the second time, test yeah. of yeah uh, was was confirmed that Medina Spirit was absolutely juiced coked out of its mind and uh, has been disqualified so he's out he's out yeah and he, uh, according to uh, the Chur- Churchill Downs, um, uh, I can read this if you want. I don't know what Churchill sounds like, but I'm assuming. Uh, just do the win- just do a Winston Churchill. Oh, I was thinking do, more like do a Ra- foghorn like oh, yeah, do a Ra- reckless, reckless practices and substance violations that jeopardize the safety of our equine uh, and human athletes. <laughs> To compromise the integrity of our sport are not acceptable, and as a c- c- company, we must take measures to demonstrate that they will not be tolerated. That's a quality so, Foghorn Leghorn. Hey, thanks, yeah. man. Thanks, man. Dude, so, you should be a you you should, you should be a Kentucky Colonel. <laughs> Maybe you, you have yeah. a future in musicals. Uh, well, I'm just trying to get my uh, what is it, Sagamore of the Wallbash. Oh yeah, don't we all need one of those? Yeah. So uh, it goes on to say, Mr. Baffert's record of testing failures threatens public confidence in thoroughbred racing as if, side note, as if any of us had any confidence in the legitimacy of horse racing and the reputation of the Kentucky Derby. Uh, Again, C.A. 
Given these repeated failures over the last year, including the increasingly extraordinary explanations, we firmly believe this that asserting our rights to impose these measures is our duty and responsibility. So a couple of things that come, like, just stand out to me. At least they're, they're uh, acknowledging some of his explanations, which were like, uh, you know, somebody from the bridal party peed on some hay, and that person happened to be taking some codeine cough syrup, <laughs> and the horse ate the, ate the pee hay. Uh, right. Which is just insane to me. And then the other thing that I like that they really started to lean on is this uh, idea of uh, uh, honor, like Southern honor. Like, mm. we must assert our rights and impose these measures. It's our duty and responsibility. It's like, pff, sirs, it's yeah. horse racing. At, at no point in horse racing's and... history have we ever thought. Exactly. At, at no point in horse racing history have we, have we ever thought. Uh, that this was like an upstanding and honorable profession. I mean, you can't even get like, a hamburger these days that hasn't been juiced. Like these horses aren't juiced up. Right. Give me a break. Right. And, and and as we've said many times, I think we're on record as saying, faster horses make stickier right. glue. Without doubt. <laughs> there yep. we go. So what do you guys remember? What uh, I don't even remember the drug that the the horse was on. Besides cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it licked a toad. You know, if it licked a toad, it would have just floated around the track. It wouldn't have run. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Its, it's uh, ego would have, like, pushed out yeah. of its chest. And then it would have turned into Mike Tyson and just been like, I do the toad. Yeah. That's, okay, that's an interesting thing. Okay, what if you did... Give a horse DMT? Give... Give these horses DMT so they experience ego death. What would that do? I mean, what would that do? They probably the just trot into the infield and start grazing because it's the competition matters not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But I think okay. that would be an interesting experiment. Well, is it isn't Mike Tyson? Didn't he just sign up for a new fight? Probably exhibition probably. fight. But I think these are more pay paychecks Ra- than ego. Yeah. Audi, didn't you say that that a couple, well, the first time this came up, that, that they felt like some of these horses had actually had, like, a will to win or a desire to win? Some, they were, yeah, it's, it's a, it, it, some horse or animal behaviorists were saying that that horses oh yes, the animal behaviorist. Competitive, you know the the desire to be the the fastest. Whether that's a you know wild horses will will want to be the fastest, like when they're racing each other. But then also you know they pointed out some horses where it's like oh well this horse just doesn't like to have mud in its face, so it oh, it wants to be the first, so it doesn't have the mud. In it. You know that. Could we be covered how dumb this mm. is last time we talked about it, right? Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which which part about the oh the yeah yeah no, yeah yeah and like the animal behaviors yeah yeah uh, animal motivation yeah motivation horse yeah. motivations yeah give me a no. break this is all coming yeah. back to me now <laughs> yeah but what yeah that's a good question what would happen would would anything change I mean I guess we wouldn't know if uh, not wanting mud in their eye isn't really an ego thing is it. Mm. 
I don't know. I mean, can horses have egos? I mean... Ask the behaviorist. Yeah. <laughs> Do horses have egos? Let's see what comes up. Horses have I mean, the egos. anthropomorphizing of this is does seem to me a bit ridiculous. <laughs> It's a bit yeah. troubling, the to first, say the least. The first link that pops up, the little blurb, it says, unlike horses, humans have well, egos. Case closed. Um, Next. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, there is no room for ego in the barn. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my experience, there is no better teacher of humility than a horse, if you have a heart open to hearing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> based on this quick Google search, I'm going to say... Oh my god. Horses don't have egos. (laughs) Okay. So they don't they don't suffer from the same mind brain problems. Sleep tonight. Mind body problems that horses don't have sleep. Thank goodness. (laughs) Unlike Muppets, which clearly do. Yeah. What's our next headline? Uh, Coach K is is he are we talking about Coach Krzyzewski yes, from yeah. the Duke Blue Devils today announced mm-hmm. that he will be retiring after the 2021-2022 season uh, as the is he, he's the winningest coach now, right? In NCAA? Yep, winningest coach in, in D1 history. history. He's uh, also the biggest liar mm-hmm. in NCAA history because he says he wow. doesn't paint his hair and he's like 70-something years old and his hair is jet black. His hair is shoe shine black. I mean, it's just like yeah. That's that's twenty twenty three. It's gonna be all white. Yeah. Now that he's he just won't be on TV. Like, yeah. Like yes, I think Big City Adam made that comment that you're gonna in twenty twenty three you're gonna see those roots finally for the first time. Yeah. 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 This. So he is. He's set. He's seventy four yeah. years old. This is not surprise. Were you he's surprised? I was not that surprised by this. I'm, I was surprised that he made the statement before the season started. Yeah, he's started. waning, though. But I'm not surprised that this is his last season. I, I mean, this was the first time they didn't make this uh, tournament in, what was it, 23 yeah, he completely, years? He Something completely like blew it with how the Blue Devils years. program handled COVID. They lost three games, and then all of a sudden Coach K is talking about how it's not safe to have a season and all this. I think the last time they got off to a rough start, he decided that he was just going to go in ahead and have back surgery mid-season as if he didn't know he needed back surgery in the off-season. Uh, to me, I like I was a big fan of the Duke uh, teams of old, the Bobby Hurleys, the Grant Hills, the Christian Leitner teams, those UNLV matchups. I remember watching those as a young kid. Mm-hmm. But You and I were on different we were, sides remember of those competitions. I had competition, a Duke Blue Devils trash can. I, yeah, and I have a Jerry Tarkinian shirt there to this go. day. But in the last, I don't know, five five to ten years, I'm just kind of over Duke and the uh, the whole uh, Coach K thing. He's been waning, I think, for the past several years. And so this, is, this was not a huge surprise to me, although the fanfare is going to be a bit annoying, I think. Yeah, I think if if I would pick out anything, if the question is what was surprising, I mean, I think it's surprising that they did it before the season started, and it's surprising that they already named a coach in waiting in John Shire, who will be, he played at Duke, he's coached at Duke for eight years. Um, yeah, what a way to treat, never had way to treat an alum and a and a uh, eight year coach has just put his head right in the guillotine. Yeah, I mean, you, know, <laughs> exactly. like, you never want to yeah. be the first guy. 
Not not oh. right after the legend. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine like nineteen ninety? Bobby Knight, follow all these guys like you don't want right. to be that guy. You're in the Chicago Bulls uh, locker room and somebody throws you the twenty three <laughs> jersey and you're like, ah, come on, yeah. seriously? Yeah. Me? No. Or the ninety one. The Dennis Rodman. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. the forty five, yeah. Uh so those two things are surprising to me. I know according to sources, they talked to Tommy Amaker of oh. Harvard. I believe also played at Duke. Uh, or did he play at Michigan? Either way. Uh, it doesn't matter. They both suck. Um, no Leitner, no Hill, though, huh? N- no, they, they weren't coaching. Uh, Grant Hill's he got a pretty... He does have a good gig. Pretty, He's not bad. He's and not I don't bad. think he... I don't think he can be on his feet that long. That yeah, guy's kind of broken down, Sprite. unfortunately. Mm, yeah, broken yeah. part. Yep. Uh... So that was that. That's pretty shocking to me that they would keep it in house. But they've also said like Shire was kind of like the head recruit on some of their big, big recruits over the past years, including Jason Tatum. Huh. So maybe they think, hey, we're not going to skip a beat here. Hot take: uh, They're done for five years. Yeah. After Coach K's leaves, they're not going to make the tournament for five years. Five. Five years. years? That's no. If they don't make it for five years, then they don't make it for ten. Because you're talking about two recruiting well, classes. Well, the, the way basketball works, you're talking about five recruiting classes. <laughs> yeah, true. True. He's been he, he's uh, won one of six coaches to win over 900 games. He leads uh, all D1 coaches, men's coaches, with 1,170 wins. He's been the coach there since the 1980s, won five national championships. 14 in ACC West championships. Point grad. I mean, I don't know. West Point grad, yep. Big Bob Big Knight Bob guy. Big Bob guy, Olympic coach, got some gold medals. 11 years as the uh, national team coach. Yeah. He's a quitter. He is a quitter. I mean, there's no way, there's no way around no, there that. There is a quitter with a K. He's a quitter. Quitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. Uh, I think it's pronounced It's quitter. It's quitter spelled K R Z Y E A T. With a couple C's and another I in there. Yeah. Yeah. So long. I'm not sad by this. Kind of like move on. I'm over this. Time for the Shaka Smarts of the world to do something. Well, Shaka's Shaka's over in Marquette now, so. Time for the young dudes. I'm, I'm, no. I mean, I know this is probably shocking you both, but I'm ready for a regime change here in the college basketball coaching. And uh, who's next? Beheim's got to go, right? He's a, he might be even older, isn't he? He is older. Um, I mean, Roy he, Williams. That's just right. He hung it up too. This whole kind of tier yeah. of of Hall of Fame famous coaches—they're on their way out. And they did the same thing. They yeah. went with Hubie Davis. I, I think you're, that's um, always going to be the move. What do you think? What do you think of this, uh, Rowdy and Reed? I want both your takes on this about this idea of keeping like it in it. the family. Uh, okay. Well, just just to just, to, just to, <laughs> to be clear, I'm talking about sports. Yeah. No, I uh, know what you're saying. Like, 
unless yeah. you have like I, I think it's uh, t- basketball to me is a little bit different than like football. Football makes sense if it's an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. They've been there a while, and you want to maintain the same system and the same recruiting styles. But for basketball, to me, I think Duke should go out and try to find the next the next hot coach, somebody young. I mean, change mm. your identity a little bit, rebuild, do something a little bit different. Yeah. It could be me. Could I, be you. I might be I might be able to offer that fresh perspective that they're looking for. And I'm not young, but I look well, young. Well, you're young and mm-hmm. relative you do. to coach. Especially now that your beard's gone. I'm young at heart. Uh-huh. I don't know yeah. why I think that necessarily. Yeah. But for me, with basketball, go out and find somebody outside and hand them the reins. Let you know, back, make the AD back off a little bit. Give give them some, give them some time and some uh, leeway to kind of do their own thing. I I'm afraid what's going to happen with Duke and some of these other teams, North Carolina, is that they're just going to try to repeat what they had, and that's that's a fool's errand to me. You can't do it. If Coach K right. is gone, yeah, if can't Coach do it, K won't is do gone, it. then that system is gone. And like we were talking earlier. I say this because it freaks me out about Alabama. When Saban is gone, you cannot try to continue Saban. You've got to do something different. Just completely rebuild. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. What else we got? All Keep right. going. Uh, next up, Danny Ainge resigns. <laughs> Mayor Pete That's right, to my the boy, Danny Ainge, sixth man, all-time sixth man coming off the bench for the Boston Celtics with Larry Bird, Parrish, McHale, DJ, all those dudes, uh, and the president of the Boston Celtics organization all of a sudden resigned today and come to find out that Mayor Pete, uh, the head coach of the Boston Celtics, is going to take over for Danny Ainge. Right. Yeah, Brad Stevens. Just for those of people, is he gonna is he gonna same coach haircut, and be same, the president? Same face. He's not. I mean, it's Mayor Pete. It's Mayor Pete. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I hear yeah, you. Yeah, I just saw this photo. It does. Yeah. Like, so he went. Yep. He is no. He is not. He's going to the front office. No, he's not named a coach yet. Have uh, TBD. Yeah. No, they have not. Uh, it's probably going to be John Shire. Which shows you everything how I'm hearing. much he did not want the Pacers job. Or the IU job because he'd rather be in the front office. Well, and it was a quick. So one thing that happened before they, they, they finally week. announced that Coach K, that Coach K was retiring and Shire was going to be the head coach was Brad Stevens' name was kicked around oh, for there the for Duke a little job? while because there was talk of okay. for the Duke job. Yep, just like are they going to make a run for him? But then clearly all these things. I mean, yeah the two biggest professional programs, Duke and Boston, uh, besides Arizona Wildcats, were in cahoots and said, hey, this is how our nice. pieces are going to move. But no, he's not He's not going to coach. He said, from what I read, he uh, is kind of burnt out after the bubble with the whole yeah. coaching experience and all of the uh, isolation and then all of the travel. So can you imagine being burnt out at 44? To the point where, like, you're going to take a better job. Well, probably. and, you know, he's not a winner. Like, he can't quite get there. Uh, uh, excuse I me? Mean, in the big in the big game. He can't quite. He's not a finisher. In Let the, me say it that way. He's not a finisher. What's bo- He's gotten Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals twice, and they've lost. Boston had a good team this year, and they got beat in the first round. And I think that 
losing um, the flat earther. He couldn't. He couldn't ever. Yeah, he couldn't get Kyrie over. Irving. That was a big loss. Yeah. He's taking him to the. He's taking him to the conference finals three lost times. Lost them all. Uh, lost. Yeah. Lost them all. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's but why he, he does have for a, the Pacers. Because <laughs> yeah. he just gets him to so get close. close. Yeah. Yeah, his first two seasons he had a losing record, but after that he's never had a losing and Danny record. Danny Ainge only got one so, title in Boston, right? Two thousand eight, if I remember correctly, with the big three, the two thousand eight, two thousand eight, uh, baby Jesus and Ke- and yeah. Kevin Garnett. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that his name baby in the Jesus? movie? That doesn't sound right. Oh, Jesus, Jesus was, was his name. name, but I. <laughs> yeah. Big baby yeah. Jesus, that was yeah. old dirty bastard. Uh, I know. Yeah. My apologies. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Apologies to ODB and also Ray Allen. <laughs> and yeah. a Spike Lee joint. Uh, uh, they both had kind of mediocre uh, tenures. Angus was better because he got one. But, I mean, Ainge did pretty well at, when he was president of the Suns, although never got one either. But, um, yeah, kind of both mediocre. I think that you – I think – but no, I, I really don't. Th- I think that you have a skewed version of what success looks like at this level. I think it's, it's hard. So uh, here's right, of course, obviously. But winning isn't as easy when you have, let's say, in, in the college ranks. You've locked these guys in, especially in college football, for three Is years the because they can't be drafted. Argument? It's not just the free agency argument. It's the, it's the uh, power to the labor market argument. That, like, you don't have the same controls yeah. in place when you're talking about, oh, we have a salary cap. We have limitations on how much we can spend. Yeah. We, have a salary, we have a salary floor. We have a limitation on how much we cannot spend. Uh, we have contract obligations. Well, all these things like, that are... That are uh, in flight that you don't have in specifically college football. So, like, it's hard to win well, it's, it's impo- year after it's year. It's impossible to win I mean, in the NBA even, without a super team. In the Brad Stevens, Danny Ainge in Boston era, that's how it's always been. Right. The only time that, has hap- that hasn't happened... Toronto. ...has been t- Toronto and Cleveland. When they came back from 3-1 and beat uh, Golden State. Yeah, but didn't they have uh, Love and uh, somebody else on that team? Love was out and Irving was out. Kyrie was out. This is a collapse. Yeah. So, so I agree, but I also think that like saying you can win one, like to win one in 10 years is pretty amazing. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, there were three Hall of Famers. But, yes, I mean, Danny Ainge built some – I love Danny Ainge. Uh, his, also, his nephew was a mediocre quarterback at the University of Tennessee. But um, uh, I, I – just I You just do, need to throw uh, that in there. I do just love a little Danny jab. Ainge. I'll always love Danny Ainge. Just so just, you know, the yeah, Bulls still suck. Still suck. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, I've loved Danny Ainge since I was a kid, like I said, within the Bird era. But um, uh, don't forget about when he went to well, Portland, the Phoenix the Trailblazers, Barkley too. To face 
Mm-hmm. I've been yeah. a fan of him since I found out he was a. Uh, yeah, he's a BYU alum. He's a BYU Saints. alum. Yep. Mm. Oh, really? I oh, did yeah. not know that, Rowdy. Yeah, he Thank wears you. the pajamas. Well, he oh, wears I've known the pajamas. That for years, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he wears the, the yeah. uh, magic underwear. Stone. <laughs> Seer stone or whatever it is. But yeah. Mm. I mean, hey, we'll see what happens to Boston. The hire will be interesting. They got a lot of talent. Boston is so, good. So, so, question Is president of basketball operations in Boston for the Celtics a better job than? Uh, Secretary of Transportation. That's yes. really the question, better job. right? Like, yes, yes, <laughs> it's a better job. Where are you at with this, Rowdy? Secretary of Transportation. Mm. Yeah, is that I what agree. it's about? In professional yeah. sports. Power. You're going yes. money over power. Yes, because what do you got power yeah. of? Like how many <laughs> oh, God, buses yeah. run every day? I mean, give me a break. Yeah. 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 Amtrak. Cool. Amtrak. It's going to cost you $4,500 to go from Indianapolis to L.A. on an Amtrak, and it takes 11 days. <laughs> yeah. Hey, as, it's about, it's as about the journey. Someone who has taken the Amtrak trip out west, I will say that's not <laughs> too inaccurate. Um, You're not, not far off, huh? I've watched yeah, Amtrak I mean, YouTube we, videos. We were... We were about, I think, I think we were 19 hours late getting into. That's insane. <laughs> 19, 19 hours. 19 <laughs> hours because they. So we we took the train out from. We were supposed to take the train from Indy. We were supposed to. Chicago, to? Oh geez. To, to Chicago to Grand Junction, Colorado. The train in Indy just never showed up. So they, Greyhound bust us up to Chicago. So then we took the train out to. Grand Junction. That trip went pretty smoothly. I gotta yeah. say, the food was actually pretty that. good. It was I've cool to that. be able to walk around. Like you see some going through the mm-hmm. Rockies was really cool on the train tracks. But then we, for the trip from Flagstaff, Arizona to Chicago, uh, the train was already like nine hours late. And then we, um, so we just messed around in Flagstaff and eventually got on. And um, it was like. Any time there was like a storm, um, that like further ahead, like the trains ahead of us would get delayed. There was one point where we just stopped because there was a some podunk town in uh, Arizona or something was having a parade. Oh so my we had to wait God. for the whole parade to finish. And uh, by the time we, we we weren't even we were probably still in like Iowa or something. And like all the food was oh gone, <laughs> and the air conditioning had gone out in the coach cars, and people were losing their minds. And were so you? We got, we got to this? Chicago, and they were like, "Well, uh, you guys have missed your train because it came in 19 hours ago uh, back to Indianapolis. So we'll put you up in this disgusting hotel." Um, and my dad was just like. We're just renting a car. You could almost walk to Chicago in 19 hours. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this is how Snowpiercer started. I watched that. Oh, yeah. I I mean, (laughs) we didn't even have have the cockroach cockroach energy bars. They didn't have that for us on the trip. Or that, like, rainforest car. That was wild. People's, people started losing their minds when the when the bar car ran out of alcohol, and then when the f- when the food was gone, <laughs> that, civil unrest. That was a problem. Yeah. Usually it's 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 usually the other way around. 
Once the I mean, booze had, is gone, we, that's we where the, the sleeper, that's where the problem. We were in the sleeper car, so it was really it was you know it was the third class passengers yeah. who were just losing their minds, but steerage, yeah, but not you, see. right? Not you, privileged folk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very good. Yep. Yeah, where we were we at? We were, yeah. Yeah, we were what? listening to the the band play me and my guy to be on uh, you know, the string quartet. <laughs> uh, that was a Titanic joke. Yeah, no, I heard you. Yeah, that was great. Okay, hey guys, you know Venus is better uh, Venus than any of you. Venus Williams is most certainly better than any anyone, <laughs> and she will tell you that. Let me give you a little context. Then I'm going to play her clip here. Um, okay. Uh, this this was fantastic. Naomi Osaka but, uh, has withdrawn from the French Open at Roland Garros um, this week, uh, citing um, mental health issues that she's dealing with. She got fined $15,000 for not showing up to her presser, and, um, what? B- which she said she wasn't going to do uh, when she got to Paris for the tournament because she's been having some mental health issues. And then after they fined her $15,000, she just decided to withdraw completely, uh, citing that, you know, she doesn't really have the mental constitution right now to deal with the media and kind of the, all the pressures that go around with being in a hope, uh, being a high-profile player in a high-profile tournament. So let me see if I can get this queued up here. This was uh, Venus Williams' reaction to uh, a reporter asking about what she thought about uh, Naomi Osaka. For me personally, how I quote, how I deal with it was that I know every single person asking me a question can't play as well as I can and never will. So no matter what you say or what you write, you'll never light a candle to me. So that's how I deal with it. Um, but each person deals with it differently. Dude, Venus Williams is straight baller. All right. Yeah. Game, set, match. I mean, well, how do you even respond to that? I I don't know. You guys are a bunch of chumps, and I'll whip your ass on the court any day, anywhere, (laughs) anyhow. So next question. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing you say matters to me. Yeah. Yeah. You're merely pawns in this game that I'm playing, which is far above your heads. Yeah. Yeah. It was fantastic. I I was like, oh, man. I love it. It was yeah. right. It was on point. I was just like, yeah, that's exactly. It is exactly. a bummer for tennis fans because Osaka is a top-tier player. Uh, she's a big Grand Slam champ. Grand Number champ, two in the world. Grand Slam champion. Four-time. At least the U- U.S. Four-time. Four-time. Wimpleton and maybe well, yeah, Wimbledon the Australian. Twice. I, don't, I don't believe she's won the French. I think that may be the one she's missing. Mm-mm. But, um, yeah, I mm. just thought... To me, I, you know, I just thought, well, okay, they're making a lot out of this with Osaka and all this. But then when they asked Williams about it and she just put it like that, I just thought, oh, yeah, this is how you do it. Like a bunch of these punks that act like they can play tennis or they know something about tennis and that just she's just going to shut them down right there. I didn't even know Venus was going to play in, in the like, French Open this year. I mean, she's getting up there. Yeah. I... Uh, I think I can't name the other four, but I think for me this was like one of the top five press conferences. Oh, Alan Iverson. I ever like a snippet. Alan Iverson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Practice. Yeah. Uh, I'm just here so I don't get fined at the uh, Super Bowl with. Yep. I'm just here. Yep, absolutely. Um, 
like uh, Bob Knight getting asked game about face, yeah. uh, game face. I don't even face. know what that is. And then he has like 18. I don't even know. Never yeah. in my entire adult life have I ever used the like term he had game about 18 face. 18 strokes yeah. in a row. The Baylor player after they lost, I think they were a three seed, and they lost to the 14 seed. And uh, somebody asked him a question about um, about defense or rebounds. Yes. Asked him about rebounds, like how did they get more rebounds than you? And he explained a, to them like what a rebound so what is. happens is the ball comes. <laughs> yeah, what a rebound is, and like they went up and they got the ball. They jumped higher than us and they got the ball before we did, I would and that's like a to rebound. To hear him explain what uh, murder a, is, but nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Just generally cover up. Like, explain to me what a cover up yeah. is. No, that um, was one of the best interviews I've seen in a very long time. And, I mean, I love it when people. I'm just here you know, so I don't I mean, get fired. You think you're the kind of the cock of the walk here, right? I mean, you, you think. But she has all of the accolades and all of the statistics and records to back it up. I mean, that's what's awesome about it is. She's probably, well, she's older than us, I think, or at least around our age. She's pushing 40, if not over 40, and she can still whip everybody in that room. It's awesome. And for what, and Man, what she did for, I doubt it. What she I bet did she's for like women's 31. tennis, where she was the, the, the main push to get, we've talked about it before on the pod, what she did for women's tennis in terms of purse values, that making the purses the same as the men's uh, championship uh payments and everything especially mm -hmm. at Wimbledon so yeah uh, I thought that was a, I mean and just in terms of technique she doesn't need to talk about Osaka it doesn't, she doesn't, she's not going to go there and talk personally about Osaka she's just going to say what she thinks I thought it was great well that's what I was going to ask is do you feel like this was in any way um a shot across the bow or an indictment of the way Naomi Osaka well, has been handling her. It's been interpreted that concerns. it was a statement of support for Osaka. When I first heard it, I didn't think it was. I just thought she was like, people deal with things differently. And when it comes to me, I don't care what you say because I'm better than all of you and I can beat all of you. And you quote unquote, don't really know what you're talking about. So, the Osaka thing was a little strange to me. I mean, I am certainly empathetic to people that are struggling with mental health issues. I just don't know why she did, didn't withdraw to begin with, citing that. I don't, I don't quite understand why she withdrew after they find her. I, I think it would have been a better look for her, and whether look matters or not, it doesn't. But, excuse me, I think it would have been a better look for her had she just withdrawn to begin with. So, quickly, uh, it was she's won the Australian Open okay, twice. Okay, so no Wimbledon, no French. I thought okay. she won Wimbledon. Yeah. I thought she's a hard. Yeah, I thought expert. for some reason she won Wimbledon. Yeah, uh, apparently. Um, you know, I think I don't know. This is too much speculation, and we're not on AM radio. But it seems like the move was she went in saying this is the way I'm going to handle the media for my own right. for my my own sanity. And then when she, there was pushback, and especially when the French Open 
released that statement that said this is it's basically fine everyone has to be available well everyone has to be available right like we can't make exceptions um, and, and, and because if you're not available then you get you could right. get an advantage by not being available for the media I don't know what that is but well you just whatever. gotta keep it even if I that's mean the, I get the card it they're gonna the play. rules are the rules yeah yeah, yeah. that makes sense the rules are the rules yeah but I think where it uh, where it does make sense for her to do it now is to it's a bigger statement if she didn't ever play it would be not it wouldn't be the story because once the play happens, then at least in the sports media, Rowdy, you're outside of sports media, hmm. and you don't you don't you don't like digest this stuff like we do. But once the play starts, we're not going to think about who's not there. But the fact that she was advancing and advancing and advancing, and then all of a sudden she's like, okay, I'm going to withdraw, and it's not because I'm injured, it's because I can't like my mental health is too important and I can't. I can't do these things that I said from day one I wasn't going to do. And they kept threatening her up into the point. They said, if you continue to uh, neglect this responsibility you have, that you, you, we could remove you from the tournament. So I think there's also like a power play to say, look, if you're, gonna, if you're going to threaten me with that, yeah, I'm just going to go I ahead think and Osaka's, and, I think Osaka's and, and young then we'll doesn't see. understand that the French just bluff. They can't ever back up what they say. <laughs> oh yeah they're, they're they're surrender monkeys yeah yeah no i i hear you that's that's a possibility yeah, it's a, it's too. a bummer because yeah. she's a great player she needs a steady i mean she beat serena in the uh yeah. us so, i mean that was a great match she's she is the real deal when it comes to women's tennis i think she's the next she's the next uh multi-champion that's going to be around once the williams sisters retire for sure. Yeah, it's just just. And she plays yeah, on the it Japanese. Is interesting. Flag, I, I right? do appreciate though that. Yeah, yeah. Yep, she's Japanese. Yep. That 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 the uh, nobody went after right. her for it. None of the players, right. at least, went after her. For I kind of so. just felt like it was a little more yeah. than it needed to be. And that's just that's just sports. Which part? Oh, I just think people made more of it than they needed to, and and that. I mean, she led on that it might happen. I just kind of thought, just, hey, if you don't feel like you're up to playing, no problem. Just pull out. No harm, no foul. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What else we got? We got, hey. we got about two minutes. Yeah. Uh, Oakland's food does not get an A. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you did there. Mm, I did. I didn't do it, but did we do you. that? That's a good headline. <laughs> this is like, this is yeah. all of our things, right? I mean, there's yeah. puns, there's food, there's nasty, baseball. Nasty what else do you need? Lunches. What happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so what's the deal here, evidently, people? the food in the Oakland Athletics Clubhouse, pipe in any time, Snoop, is, uh, I mean, from the photos I saw on Twitter, absolutely repugnant. We had a. We had a clamshell with two pieces of white bread, a piece of government cheese, a piece of lettuce, and a tomato. No meat. That was one of them. And then the other thing just looked like a, mm-hmm. like a mutilated squid. I couldn't even tell what that was. Yep. 
Yeah, and this was for the Oakland Athletics for their course, minor league team, apparently. Because these guys make $600 and, a month. And came out... <laughs> And they're not and they're not unionized. There's no there's no union in the minor Which is leagues. Super cool. So this is like, and it was. I mean, it really looks like I can't tell what was. this is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like, did it, it get shuffled it in transit? Like I don't know what happened here. With an eyeball in it. Yep. And what somebody on Twitter said, like, no employer would serve this meal to right. employees they care about. And why are they serving this to, like, future that major leaders? They're already getting the short end of the stick. Like you said, um, they got no union. They travel in buses. They they make, like, zero money relative to the major. Relative to just minimum wage, they basically make zero money. Yeah. Unless you're a top yeah, big uh, prospect. three, top three-round prospect, you're, you're not making it big. And most of that money right. is just the, your signing bonus. Now, uh, the athletics did re- did respond and said several weeks ago we were made aware of the post-game meals being served. Those options were completely unacceptable and by no means meet our quality standards. We immediately ended our relationship with that third-party vendor. I can only assume the third-party vendor was Republic yeah, uh, Waste it was like Management. Speedway gas stations. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it, it, I mean, I it was it looked bad. from Speedway uh, than whatever the hell that was in that clamshell. Oh, I, and dude. A yeah, at, the, at the end of the day, it's been just, just. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's nothing wrong with the horchata. So here's here's pro tip right here. If we're going to talk about tornadoes, don't leave them in your oven uh, for a week. I've done that as well. <laughs> no, no, no. They never come off. Then you just turn it to 800 and you leave the house for an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Self clean. Leave. Evacuate. Hey, whatever happens, happens. You know. Give it up to yeah. Jesus, take the wheel. That's all I gotta say. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, Here's what you do. You go to your Speedway or whatever it is that has your uh, your rolling hot dogs. Uh, Usually it's two for two. What you do is you open that bun tray. You get out two buns, but instead of putting the hot dogs on the buns. Boom, two tornadoes. You dress it like Dude, a hot dog. Life hack. You get the jalapeno, pickled jalapeno. Pump. Yes, look yeah. at this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You dress you dress oh, it like a hot I dog, see. but it's now a you tornado. Got me curious. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Like oh it. man. That'll blow your mind. Mm-hmm. A, a beef mm-hmm. and cheese, mm-hmm. tornado. Use them speedy points. Yeah. Yeah. With uh <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the four times that I've done this in my life, uh, I think only once did somebody look at, like, like the, the lady at the the counter did the double take. Like she looked in the bun and then she looked at me and she looked at the bun and she looked at me and then I gave her like Uh a knowing nod, like, oh yeah, Yeah. it it is what it is. She don't care. No. You're not charging for the buns. No. She talked about you for a week. I don't think I'm doing anything wrong uh, no, I'm not doing anything wrong here, per se, right? I mean, it's just like uh, right. the buns are basically free. Right. Yeah. Right? It's duck food. So I'm just putting, I'm just, uh, you know, yeah. dressing the dressing yeah. it like a, like a hot dog. And it, wow. you know what? It's delicious. And it hits the spot, especially at like uh, 4 a.m. So a yeah. li- little life hack there for you. All right. 
I mean, maybe that's what the that's what the yeah, Oakland Athletics need to be doing. We we did it. Did we make it? All right, that's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the minister of sound, Mikey, junior minister of sound, Rafi, Jet Belly Music, uh, the the four-star commissioner, Brandon Casburn, food editor, Dennis Chu. Do yourself a favor and watch the hottest thing going on in the NBA right now, Dame Lillard. Dude can't miss. Scored 55 in a losing effort last night for Mm -hmm. Portland, but guy is a pleasure to watch. And not a bad rapper. Hit 12... No, not not a bad, not bad at all. Hit I mean, twelve three-pointers. I mean, he was taking uh, insane shots, banking them in. It was unreal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. He is. Uh, Logo he is. Lillard, right there. He was shooting him from half court, and he hit one to send it into that overtime and into double overtime. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Uh, Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us with your five-star reviews to sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it?